Psachim Nun Beis What happens if you have a child in Eretz Yisrael, they want to come visit, they live there, so they have a din of a Ben Eretz Yisrael, and therefore they don't keep the second day Yomtev. And they have a very clever idea how to increase their time with you. They say, we'll fly into Kennedy on the second day Yomtev, and Kennedy is not a Yishuv Yisrael, and we'll wait till the night, and then we'll take a cab over, and a minute after Yomtev, knock on the door, Freddy's here. And what is it based on? The Gemara says, Amreb Ami, the Yishuv, somebody who's coming from Eretz Yisrael, is Aser. Because it's a chashash machlekes, shaloi beyishuv, it's mutter. The Shulchan Aruch in Tov Tzadik Vav Gimel says, "Bnei Eretz Yisrael shabo lechutz laretz asurim lasis melacha beyamtiv sheni beyishuv." Where it's a yishuv Yisrael. What does the Mishnah Bura say? The yishuv nikra yishuv shall Yisrael dafka. But if it's just goyim there, it's not called yishuv, and therefore they're allowed to do melacha because there's no chashash machlekes. Shreb Shleimah Zalman was asked this question. He was asked, could they land in Canada or not? So first he says, look, an airport is a yishuv. There are many people there. And even though you can say it's not true, and mistama, there's probably non-religious Jews there. And non-religious Jews also have a din of Yisrael, legabe yishuv Yisrael, and therefore they would not be allowed to land in Kennedy on the second day. But then he says maybe the other way. He says since an airport is a place of transportation, nobody lives in an airport, Everybody's passing through. He says, so when they see somebody from a Jew pushing his luggage or walking in the airport on Yom Tif Shani, what are they going to say? Even the friar are going to say, oh, he's coming from Israel and over there there's no Yom Tif. And they're going to understand that he's an itinerant traveler and therefore there would be no Machlekes. So therefore, he has a tzad to say, you should be a ladu. And he's really not machria. He just throws up both sides of the Suffolk. And I would ask my rov, if it was a Shas Hatzchak, could you be soimich on this Din at an airport is Shaloi Beishev, or maybe you're flying into an airport where there are no Israelis. Maybe you're flying into, I don't know, which airport, but maybe you're more remote. You're flying into Copenhagen or whatever, in which case it would certainly be Mata. But even into an airport, he says, we are the Raidin, the Tzad to be Mata, because they know, and therefore there's no Tzad Machlekes. Rabbi Shalom tells Maisha, what do you have in your hand? A stick, a staff. He says, throw it onto the floor, and it becomes a nachash, and Maisha runs away from it. Show this to Pare. What's the message? What is the staff to a shepherd? It's everything. It's his walking stick. It's his weapon to keep wolves away. It's his way to guide the sheep. If he has to move something, it's a lever. So it's all his power. He says, what do you have in your hand? My staff, that's my power. He said, throw it away, cast it down becomes a snake. He says, now pick it up. He's going to Pare, and he's trying to get Pare to be a better leader. We want Pare, ultimately the Marcus were to try to enlighten Pare, and he says, what do you have in your hand? A staff. And you can use your staff, the power, for one of two ways. You could use it to guide the sheep, and to drive off a wolf, and to maybe propel a difficult sheep that's trapped, use it as a lever up a hill, or you could cast it away, and you could use your staff to beat, to hit, a leader has so many ways to use their power in positive ways. When they do, it's wonderful. When they don't husband their resources, they abuse them, it becomes a snake. Now, we're not pares, we're not leaders, but we're all fathers, we're brothers. We all have something similar to a staff. It could be our tongue. We could use it to create love. We could use it to give solace, a compliment. You ever see how somebody's eyes, if we would each just give... Everyone, just one compliment. Give out one, two, three compliments a day. So we all have power. 
And we can use the message of this week's Parsha. Do we use the power in our hands given to us? Do we husband it wisely, kindly, compassionately? Do we use it to abuse, to criticize, to hurt, to intimidate, to bully? What do you got in your hand and how are you going to use it today? Today is the yard side of the Mirror of Shashiva of Shul Birenbaum. And it's 40 years later, and I still remember a schmooze he gave one time in Yeshiva. With humor, but very powerful. He said in Yiddish, Nechten, ich bin in Manhattan. Yesterday I had to go into Manhattan. And I saw somebody, he said it in Yiddish, walking with a very serious look on his face, carrying a briefcase with a very important suit and an important look. So he said, I wanted to go over to the man and ask him, what is the very important look? And where are you rushing to? So Mistama, he said he would have answered me. I'm going to do business. I said, and the very serious look, big business. That's why it's so important. So I would ask him, and what would you do in the big business? Make a lot of money. And then I would ask him, and what would you do with the money? He said, what do you mean what I would do with the money? I'd buy a big house. I'd marry a beautiful woman. I'd have, buy fancy cars, buy vacation. Sir Shmuel said, so I would have asked him then, car, women, house. So we're talking about kina, taiva, and kavid. So what's so serious about kina, taiva, and kavid that you have such a serious look on your face? And it's 40 years later, and his message basically was, <laughs> get a hold on your value system. Like, oh, sometimes do we get too stressed about things that maybe they're really not that important. I can't say I'm holding on that madrega, but that message, so what's so serious and important about Kenneth Hiving Coven, 40 years later, still ringing in my ears. May his memory be a blessing on all of Israel.